What's up, bro? Welcome to a new episode of the Brand Janu Show. Let's take my glasses off. Um, I am Brand Janu, and as you know, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, a lot of craziness going on, so I, I wanted to do one today, tonight, actually. Uh, I know tomorrow is technically what I was supposed to do this for, but, you know, I got a couple of announcements for that, so stay tuned for that. But um, for the most part, man, as like always, you can listen to this on all podcast platforms everywhere. You can also listen to this on my YouTube channel, Brandon Janus Show. And if you're listening to it on, if you like the video version, you are subscribed to my Brandon Janus Show on YouTube. Uh, thank you, first of all. And on top of that, man, I hope you guys enjoy it. Comment, uh, review, man. Comment on it. Review on social on podcast platforms. Comment on Insta, uh, YouTube. Uh, Brand Janus Show. Also, you can just follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Brand Janus Show is both of those things. And let's get into it. So tonight's episode is wrestling life. And yes, tonight, I know it's Thursday. I know it's Thursday. It's not Friday. I know I said that I was going to wait till Friday Night Smackdown to do uh, pretty much a review of that too. But you forget how long Monday and Friday is in a day, <laughs> like in a week, and how much shit happens in a week. So it's just like, I could wait till Friday tomorrow night, but I'm going to be dead ass tired tomorrow like I am right now. Uh, So I just want to get this episode <coughs> excuse me, over and done with. I don't want to sit for two hours and then have to do an episode right after that on Saturday and probably forget what the fuck happened on Monday night or Friday night. So... Uh, which brings me to what I'm going to talk about after this. But anyway, uh, including speaking of wrestling life, tonight will be my Survivor Series rate and review show. So by the time this comes out, you guys should have already listened to it. But if not, go listen to it. It will be on all podcast platforms everywhere. It will be on streaming. All podcast platforms will be on my YouTube channel. You can go. You can listen to it. And I hope you guys enjoy that. I know I look dead tired right now. My eyes can barely stay open. But, uh... You know, I hope you guys enjoy that, and uh, let's get into it. So, like I said, it's been a lot of things going on in WWE since Sunday, uh, which will I will talk about Monday Night Raw right now, um, and get into that. So, Monday Night Raw happened after Survivor Series. It was a crazy Monday Night Raw. Let's be honest, it was a very crazy Monday Night Raw um, compared to numerous Monday Night Raws. It was pretty damn crazy. Um, Becky Lynch kicks off Monday Night Raw, of course, uh, ends up in a crowd, um, talking to the fans, pretty much, pretty much being a being a good guy as she's supposed to be now, uh, being a babyface. She played off the crowd so well in this promo, which inadvertently brings out Bailey, uh, who I have been waiting for. Uh, Becky versus Bailey uh, rivalry. It should have been happened, but now it's going to happen. I think it's a pretty good idea to have it happen. Maybe it culminates with a match at WrestleMania. I think WrestleMania has never had... I don't think I've ever seen WrestleMania with three women matches. But, you know, two for the women's title. And then maybe in the tag team women's title. But, you know, and who are you going to get to fight for the women's tag team titles? Who does... Because I, I don't know what the Sasha Naomi shit is. What's going on. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a six-way uh, at WrestleMania. But I think you play that, that rivalry until WrestleMania. And then maybe if literally 
everything goes right, maybe Sasha and Naomi come back into the company, and then it's a way different conversation. But, but yeah, that rivalry is going to be pretty interesting. Um, and what I didn't like about this is kind of what everybody's been saying about particularly what happened Monday night between those three, those four women, is that Bailey pretty much single-handedly beat the shit out of Damage Control by herself. I don't think she even needs Sasha and Naomi. She just beat the shit out of Damage Control by herself. Um, and I think that's kind of the, the thing about that. Um, is that damage control is your women's tag team title champion holders. And Bailey and Becky and Bailey has fought numerous times for the women's title. She not she didn't win it, but still. But Becky is back and the first time we see her without everything, she holds her own against the three women that y'all been pushing since fucking July. And she stands tall and she leaps. like I get it, you're in, you know, where the fans are at, so you don't want to kind of create anything crazy or anything like that. I totally understand that part, but for the next weeks on in, you're going to pretty much like damage control, beat her ass, and it kind of makes no sense. This should have been the first thing y'all did. Maybe it should have been in the ring and not in a crowd. That would have probably made more sense, but um, yeah, this was very, it it just didn't look good. The octaves didn't look good for damage control. It's like, now, what do you do with these women? So, yeah, it just didn't look good. Um, what else happened on Monday Night Raw uh, that I can remember? Uh, um, uh, Austin Theory comes out and talks about pretty much being a U.S. champion now and how pretty much it's going to be different again and all this. Listen, I'm one of the rare few people that thought getting the money in the bank briefcase off of him would have made way more sense. Him now with the U.S. title. I want to see what he's going to do because at the end of the day, Seth Rollins with the U.S. title meant something because he clearly was going to defend it and he knew he had to defend it because, newsflash, there is no champion on Monday Night Fucking Raw. There is no top title on Monday Night Motherfucking Raw. So Seth Rollins clearly missed the Monday Night now. Monday Night Rollins he had to defend it because they had no reason to have a main event without any ramifications. Now that the title is now on theory, I want to see how this is going to look because this is the one thing I I, I feared with this dude because it's kind of like if theory does not pretty much defend it every other week, this is a waste of a fucking title and it's a waste of another push for this kid. And, and again, uh, speaking of a kid, uh, Seth Rollins kept calling him kid doing his promo, pretty much just explaining to him he's pretty much still inexperienced when it comes to this particular thing. And this run of the U.S. championship, I want to see how this is going to look on theory personally because the last time he had Mr. McMahon, he had a lot of gimmicky shit going on. He had a lot of shit helping him. This is the first time he stands on his own as a champion of the WWE. I want to see how this is going to look. Um, personally, I think it's going to be pretty fucking interesting. Anyway, so that was a, was a thing. Um, the bloodline comes out, which they don't have Roman, which makes sense because Roman just is not a raw guy. He will never be on raw like that. Except if it's like a special occasion or some shit, then he'll be on raw. But for the most part, he's not on raw. Um, but the bloodline comes out, Solo, Usos, and Sami Zayn. Um, they get in the ring, 
pretty much brag about what happened sat- Saturday night in the War Games match and talk about how now, you know, Sammy gets the mic and talk about how Jimmy has been his day one for a year, for a while. He said, you always had my back. You always had my back. You always had me. And Jay then takes the mic and says, yo, you know what, man? I must, I, I misjudge you, man, and I and I got your back now. And they hug, and I don't know why Sami Zayn is jumping in this man's arms. That is between them two. I don't want to know what's going on with that shit. I, I, he just jumps up in his arms. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. What's wrong with just a regular old hug? It just. I. I don't get it. The man's got to twirl you. I. That's between them. I'm not. That's just between them, but <laughs> but um, but prompts Kevin Owens coming out. Well, before then, they hug Jimmy, Jay, and Sammy. They try to get Solo to hug. Solo's just looking at everybody like, you know, and I'm not doing that shit. Uh, he almost got close. He almost got close. Then Kevin Owens comes out. Um, but pretty much, this is what this is the essence of these two. You know what I'm saying? Like. We got to give Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn so much fucking credit. For two men who pretty much been in WWE, that pretty much kicked off NXT, really. Uh, because Seth Rollins, when he was there with Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns, like, they were getting called up, and they knew they were getting called up eventually. But what those two men did when they left is to be a hold. And now what they have accomplished... They're also getting close. I mean, I think it'd be 2024. There'd be a decade into the company. Yeah, a decade into the company. 2024, 2025. Yeah, it'd be a decade for them. But to see what they have accomplished, um, they've always been great on the mic, man. They've always been great. Um, but Kevin Owens comes out and he pretty much just cuts a massive, incredible promo again. He's like, look, man, to be honest with you, I get it. <laughs> I get what you did Saturday. I get why you portrayed me. I betrayed me. I get why you stabbed me in the back. I get it. For all the times I've been in this company and I've done that shit to you, I totally understand it. But this is where it gets where I, I, I just give it just the ultimate respect. He's like, man, but I'm just gonna He's like, man, I'm just done with you. I'm I'm done. I don't wanna I don't talk to you. I don't want to take car rides with you. I don't want to travel with you. I don't want to tag with you. I don't want to do anything with you. I'm completely and utterly done with you. And and I don't know if the cameras really caught how hurt Sammy truly was when he when he said that shit. He just like like damn like damn man like shit the fuck. <laughs> You know he has to play this, this role. Like I, I'm done with you too. You know I'm done with you too. You know I don't want to do any of that with you because now I have family. And he's like, you really think those dudes are your family, Sammy? At the end of the day, you're not blood, and they're going to turn on you when they see the time to. And it's just like wow. And that promo was great. Jay then says, you know what? You got a problem with Sammy. You got a problem with me, which is, you know, and, and Kevin Owens is like, look, I said I was done with Sammy. I ain't say shit about you. I will see you back in the ring and fight you later on tonight. And um, that was good. 
Um, which also was good was the backstage with Alexa Bliss, Oscar, and Bianca Belair. That was incredible too because um goes into pretty much uh they didn't really do a sh- do a lot of shit. But it's pretty much what it was really trying to lead up to, and that is Alexa Bliss eventually teaming back up with Bray Wyatt. Now, I've had my own little mm, about that shit. I don't, here's the thing, I don't particularly know what that is. And that's why I kind of get interested with that, because my theory is this, like, I know Bray is not trying to, like, technically go back to what he was. So why go back to Alexa Bliss? And this is another theory I have is where maybe it's a little fiendish where if you know Bray Wyatt is the fiend character, you know particularly he would pick people because he had already history with them. Daniel Bryant, Kane, Finn Balor, Randy Orton. You know what I'm saying? Like, Seth Rollins. Like, he had history with them. Braun Strowman. He had history with these people. I don't know particularly what's going to happen with that situation particularly. But would it be kind of interesting if, like, the reason why he's technically going after Alexa Bliss or trying to get Alexa Bliss is because of what she did to the Fiend at WrestleMania? Because we got to remember, she caused him that match at WrestleMania. That was the last match he shit still has, like, because he still hasn't fought yet in this new persona, so the last match we ever saw Bray Wyatt in was WrestleMania against Randy Orton, and she caused him that match, so what if she, this is why I kind of, like, am like, is she joining him, or is he just trying to bait her into doing his bidding, I don't fucking know, this is gonna be pretty interesting how that goes, but Alexa Bliss and them were backstage, and Bray Wyatt uh, signed came up again behind her, the, you know, his new logo came up behind her, and she pretty much, for the first time, looked like she was becoming what Bray Wyatt needed her to be, and she just, like, looked dead into the camera, looked just, just dead, and they, you know, go to her, and she's like, she snaps out of it like, oh, yeah, right, we were, we're great, yeah, we won, great, awesome. And it, it be I can't like to, and Oscar look at each other like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, like, yeah. But that is the beauty of that situation. It's like, I don't know really what that situation is going to be, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I got to go back because what kicked off also was a match between Mia Yim and Rhea Ripley, and it didn't notice a no contest, which led into an eight-man tag, eight-person tag, I should say, uh, Judgment Day and the, and the OC. To be honest with you, man, I wish this series, I hope this is done. I, I, I This is why I pretty much didn't want to talk about it. I, I hope this is done. Um, I do not want to see the OC and the Judgment Day fight each other for, like, three more months. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's nothing left to do. Other than pushing Rhea, to be the next big superstar and the next big contender for the title, there's not really a reason to have her or like for that rivalry to continue. Cause 
as long as that rivalry is continuously going, we don't know really what the fuck the OC really is going to be. And we don't know really what Judgment Day is. Outside of real Ripley, all seven people outside of her don't really have really a direction. And that's kind of the problem. Like, that's probably why you're still keeping them together. But outside of Rhea, they don't really have a direction. Mia Yim doesn't have a direction because she just got back. The OC really don't have a direction because, you know, what are they going to do? Is Judgment Day going to team go against uh, – you've been pushing Judgment Day. So is Judgment Day now and, – and that's another thing. Damian Priest and, and, and Dominic, are they going to go after the Usos now? Like, it's something that you got to have with these dudes. The OC, are they going to go after the Usos now? It's got to be a reason why you're going to continuously have these two. Outside of Rhea, and I said Rhea, but also Finn and AJ. I can understand if those two guys go at each other because technically they still need to solve who truly is the leader of the Bullet Club. Outside of that, there's not really a reason for them to even go at each other. It's not a reason. The Judgment Day and the OC have ran its course, and I think that people that continue – I get it, the judgment they finally have a real storyline with someone and something. But here's how fucked up this is. That shit's gonna go by the fucking wayside whenever Edge and Beth Phoenix come back. As soon as they come back, the OC judgment day shit is gonna be dead in the water. So you might as well just cut the fucking legs off now and just save yourself the fucking trouble. I really just feel like that shit is dumb. Now, I don't hope that now that shit also. I do not want Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley to fight at WrestleMania. I don't even want Judgment Day and Edge to fight at WrestleMania. I just want to see Rhea versus Bianca. That shit is stupid if that is the way. Now, if Charlotte comes back and you put Charlotte against Bianca, I will take that as a substitute. But other than that, if that is not the fucking match, Rhea and Bianca, what the fuck are we doing? WWE, what the fuck are you doing? That is clearly the obvious main event for night one. If things continue to look the way it looks. If it does, if this, if the rumors are true, then and I will get into that too, but if the rumors are true, which I'm about to get into right now, matter of fact, but if the rumors are true about what night one, then okay, then yeah, you could probably easily put in uh, Edge versus Bet in versus Finn and Rhea, I guess, and that'd be the match, but it would look stupid. And, I, and this is what I think WrestleMania is going to be for the Judgment Day. And I don't think Rhea's going to be a part of it. I hope she isn't, because it'd be stupid if she is. But I think they're leading up to Edge, Beth, Ray. I'm trying to think of another person that go against Damian Priest. That, that They got to piss off somebody in the next two months to just take him out. Because I don't see AJ being a part of that situation. But I think it's leading up to a eight-person's tag match at WrestleMania, which is... But, I don't want to fucking see for real. I think Rhea has such a other Rhea has such an ability to be the fucking main event of WrestleMania that you're wasting a fucking talent's judgment day. And it's so stupid. Because I feel like that is the that is WrestleMania right now. Us uh, uh, Damian Priest just gets injured in the next couple of weeks and we just don't see him for the next couple of weeks. Which will lead Dominic, Finn, and Rhea to fight Edge, Rey Mysterio, and Beth Phoenix, which I think that might be the match at WrestleMania. I hate to tear about that shit, but that's probably going to be the match. But if Damian Priest doesn't get injured, then they're just going to have to find a bigger dude to just team up with them. And I don't know who... Braun Strowman? Like, like, that's the only other guy I can see that probably right now doesn't really have a WrestleMania 
situation, and that can easily just put, you could easily dump his ass in that situation, because nobody gives a fuck, like, that would be the easiest person to dump into that situation, but, yeah, I would probably say, that I think that's really what WrestleMania is going to be for Judgment Day, I hope Triple H don't do this, but I'm looking at the way it's, it's, it's already looking, and it's looking like Edge and Beth are going to come back, it's going to be one of Edge's last WrestleManias, Edge and Beth are going to come back at some point, probably at Royal Rumble, and are going to want to fight Finn and Rhea. But Ray is going to come back, and he's going to want to fight Dominic because of what he just did at their Thanksgiving, which leaves Damian Priest with nothing. Or do you just add a big-ass dude? And that's where the conversation gets interesting because then that's like, like I just said, you just add Braun Strowman, and it's simple. It's as quick, as fast as you've ever seen it. So I think that's what WrestleMania is going to be for them. I don't want it to be that. I think Rhea should just do her own shit. If you want Beth and Rhea to fight eventually, just let just wait. Wait. And maybe let Beth challenge Rhea for the women's championship at like backlash or some shit. But other than that, uh yeah, I don't want to see that shit at all. And that's probably why I'm like, they need to wrap this OC shit up because it doesn't make any sense anymore. It doesn't make any sense because I clearly know what's gonna happen. Now for the OC and the and them, they could go against the Usos at some point before the before they have to fight if everything it's continuously going the way it's going. Um, then they can fight the Usos at some point. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. This is this is kind of stupid. But yeah, that that segment was dumb. I didn't like it. Uh, Kevin Owens and Jay Uso did fight eventually. Um, pretty good match. Um, Jay Uso might have a broken hand, which is kind of interesting. But all in all, Kevin Owens overcome the odds. Overcame the odds. And here's the thing. There was a little dissension in that match. I mean, the Bloodline was pretty much doing everything they could. Jimmy Solo was doing everything they could to help uh, Jay win that match. Matter of fact, I think I even saw Solo even push Sami Zayn out the way to try to cheat for Jay to win that match. And it just didn't happen. And which leads me to why I didn't want to do tomorrow night, uh, Friday night SmackDown, didn't do this. Um... I got to see this first. I got to see the bloodline turn on Sammy. People know this is going to happen. It's going to happen eventually. But when? See, this is the thing about timing. You got to have a reason for why they turned on him. What is the reason? There's no deception in this shit yet. Like, there's no thing. There's nothing that Roman is afraid of from Sammy. Like, yeah, Sammy popularity-wise, but there's nothing that Sammy could do to Roman that we're all like, he's better than Roman. Like, and Jay is now hugging him and telling him he's part of the bloodline and shit. What's, where's the deception? Where's the reason for their kick his ass out of the bloodline? And that's what I'm looking for. Like, there's no real reason to kick him out of the bloodline right now. What's the reason? Do you have one? And I don't think you have one. You don't have a reason to kick him out the bloodline. Like the shield, when the shield broke up, people want to, because it was just the 10-year anniversary of that, uh, the 10-year anniversary of them all coming together. When the shield broke up, there had already been problems. Roman and, 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 and John Moxley had been fighting for a couple months, weeks before that. And that was already starting to plant the seed of, they're going to break up eventually. Hell, Roddy Piper, the late, great Roddy Piper, he was even on a Piper's pit and was like, 
what does that mean there's some cracks in the shield he was even telling them that he was telling you we was foreshadowing the breakup of the shield eventually we all knew it was coming eventually we just didn't know when this is kind of the problem with this bloodline story even though it's clearly the best fucking thing wwe's done in years there's no deception there's no reason to really jump Sami Zayn out of the bloodline and 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 maybe I, that's just my old WWE thinking method, but it's just like there's got to be a reason for why you want to take Zami out. There's got to be a reason. Like, yeah, I saw uh, somewhere where people was like, "Well, he saw Sami Zayn turn on Kevin Owens, so what does that make him feel if he sees Sami Zayn just turn on his literally his best friend?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's a good object, but that's a but that's one fucking thing. Like, that's not enough to make me feel like." You're gonna turn on Sami Zayn. That, that that just doesn't make any sense. And this is kind of where I feel like, and this is where this kind of gets interesting, because this is where I talk about this a little bit. So the way the plans are, are mapped out for wrestling going until 2023 is Kevin Owens is going to fight Sami Zayn. I mean, Kevin Owens is going to fight Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns is then going to fight Sami Zayn at Elimination Chamber, which will lead, excuse me, into WrestleMania where he will fight The Rock in the Royal Rumble winner, I'm assuming. So, this is where I think this shit got fucked up. Saturday. Saturday was perfect. Saturday was a perfect example of where it got fucked up. If Kevin Owens was the number one contender, and we all knew Kevin Owens was probably much going to probably be it eventually, then he should have been the last person coming out of that cell, that cage for Team Brawling Brutes and not Sheamus. Because it made no sense to have Sheamus go in last before Roman, and then they collide. Like, it didn't make any sense. If this was the plan that you're going to make Roman and Kevin Owens fight at Royal Rumble, why the did you have Sheamus come out last? You should have just left Kevin Owens, who already had an injury, who probably also could have served better if he came out last. It would have made more sense if them two was going at each other now. That shit just didn't make any sense. And I'm now thinking, like, after that, I was like, so why the fuck is Kevin Owens getting a number one title match? Well, he's getting a title match over Sheamus. When Sheamus literally has had a bloodline, has had a battle with the bloodline for the last couple weeks and months. And Shamus was the hottest he's ever been in probably, like, shit, in, like, seven years since he'd been WWE champion, and he lost to Roman. Like, that was the hottest Shamus had been in years. And you just, nah, we're going to go with Kevin Owens. It's like, that's fucked up in the mindset. I'd rather, use, I'd rather have seen Roman and, and, and Shamus at Royal Rumble due to their history of Sheamus cashing the money in the bank on him in 2015, taking the title away from him. His first time he ever got the WWE Championship, he got it taken away from him by Sheamus, of all people, with money in the bank. He cashed the money in the bank, took the title out of Survivor Series. Like, that would have made more fucking sense to see them at Royal Rumble. A hard-hitting guy against Roman fucking Reigns, who is literally the most dominant person in WWE. I think they should have kept that as a plan. I get people want to see Kevin Owens and Roman because that's the hot new thing. But it's like, bruh, I'd rather it be Sheamus because then it lines up a perfect situation. Because that, that creates the descent in the bloodline. 
And I tell you how. And Roman also, I think, fucked up the situation too when he said he doesn't want to fight in the in the elimination chamber, which he has to fight in the elimination chamber. Like that's one of those you can't invoke guilt when you want to feel like at times. Like you gotta fight in the elimination chamber. That's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking stupid. Um. Anyway, but if he fights Sheamus, they're clearly gonna Roman's clearly gonna win that match. That's not a, a hard sell. But if you put them in the elimination chamber, and it's gotta be Roman. Titles on the line, but he's going up against Drew McIntyre, who already wants a title match because he felt like he got screwed out of it at Clash of the Castle. Sheamus, who probably got screwed out of the title at the Royal Rumble when he had a chance to win it by somebody. And Kevin Owens. Because that will actually start the storyline between the broad line, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. That will really fucking start it. Right then and there. We all know Sammy's going to get jumped out the bloodline. This will create the descent. Let's do it. Which will lead to Roman being the champion coming in. But he will have two bloodline members in there with him. And it's got to be Sammy. And it's got to be Jay. Because Jay is the last person to physically turn and say, okay, Sammy's a part of the bloodline. Put the same situation that you just had at Survivor Series. Do it at the Elimination Chamber. In the Elimination Chamber. Sammy's got to reprove himself. And instead of him reproving himself, he Lula kicks Jey Uso in the face. Because, because another thing, nobody's brought up the fact that Jey Uso kicked the fuck out of Sammy in the face at Survivor Series. Not a soul. Now, I don't know if they're going to bring that up tomorrow night, but nobody's brought that shit the fuck up. Jey Uso kicked the shit out of Sammy in the face. And just literally looked at Jay and was like, man, fuck him. Everybody talk about the end. People forget the fact that this man just physically kicked the shit out this man in the face. And literally told his brother, man, fuck that. Let's go do this. Like, like nothing was said about that. Like, and it's fact the matter is, it's like, Sammy got to get his payback eventually. And I think you should do it in an elimination chamber. And he's the one, and Kevin Owens stuns him, throws him off the ring or whatever. And then he pins Jey Uso. Jey Uso's gone. Roman looks up and like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Kevin Owens, Sammy, and Roman are the last three in the cage. I've been playing a scenario out, like, in my head. Like, who will get the... Roman's clearly going to win it. But who will be the last two people in the, in the, in the cage? And I'm like, Kevin Owens is in Roman. Right? Kevin Owens and Roman. Because... Roman would try to, like, get Kevin, and then he'll spear Sammy, which would create, you know, them not trusting Sammy again. And I think that that's the thing. Like, you got to create the, the you got to create some reason for why the bloodline is going to kick Sammy out. They have no real reason right now. I know people think they do. They don't have a real reason to kick this man out of the bloodline. There's no real reason. What is the real reason? Jay Uso just accepted him. Jimmy's there with him. Solo's there. What is the real reason to kick Sammy the fuck out the bloodline? And that is what I'm saying. I think Roman not wanting to fight in the Elimination Chamber kind of fucked that up a little bit. And here's the thing. You still get the same pops if it was a solo one-on-one match. And this is why I feel like this is kind of stupid because if Kevin fight Roman at Royal Rumble and Roman wins, that's cool. But this also leads into WrestleMania, which is kind of like... You need to make sure Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn don't have a chance against Roman at WrestleMania. Like, you were forced to put Kofi Kingston in a match against Daniel Bryan. 
you were forced to put Kofi in that match. Nobody had really a reason to give Kofi that match. Other than just the fans being like, dog, Kofi's the hottest thing since Lights Fucking Bread. We gotta give him that match. So, for me, it just makes me think, like, WrestleMania is coming up. Now, I saw a report today, I saw somewhere where they said, uh, Roman uh, is going to drop both titles at WrestleMania. And I was like, that's interesting. Which brings in another scenario where it's like, okay, Roman doesn't have to fight in the Elimination Chamber. Roman can fight Sammy, right? But use the Elimination Chamber as for the night one competitor. Because for me, I truly, truly, truly believe that The Rock has not signed off on fighting Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I don't think The Rock is 100% set in stone at WrestleMania. Because when does he come back? And how does that play into Royal Rumble? And how does that play into the Elimination Chamber? Because you gotta have a reason for having these fucking matches. After the Royal Rumble, we clearly know the Royal Rumble is going to have the number one contender. Probably for night one, because you're going to probably save the Rock and Romans for night two. But what if the Rock can't fight at WrestleMania? What if the Rock is not eligible to, uh, able to fight at WrestleMania? I won't say eligible, able to fight at WrestleMania. Then what do you do? Because, because here's the thing, because you're going to already have a women's Royal Rumble winner. And she's already going to probably pick her, her choice already. So what do you do? You're going to have one elimination chamber match? Kind of defeats the fucking purpose now, don't it? <laughs> it? It kind of defeats the purpose now, don't it? So it's like, I mean, you did last time. No. You had two. Yeah, two. Bianca won. Yeah, Bianca won the women's and Brock won the men's at Crown at, at the other pay-per-view. At Crown Jewel. Yep. So you had two. You had two matches. Yep, you had two. So, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose, right? Like, so you're going to have one Elimination Chamber match? It's kind of stupid. They call a pay-per-view Elimination Chamber when you just got one. So, I think The Rock. I think The Rock's not coming. I think The Rock is not coming. I think I think what happened, I think what's going to happen, Cody's going to win the Royal Rumble. I think Cody Rose wins the Royal Rumble. That's for Raw. And I think he's going to challenge for the WWE Championship because that's the title he wants the most. Fuck the universe, he just wants the WWE Championship. And I think, I don't know if you put Bray Wyatt in the Elimination Chamber because clearly he's going to win it. But I'm trying to think of a SmackDown superstar that Roman could fight. Uh, and that's, uh, Bray's the only one I can see. So yeah, you have two main events that people will actually want to see. Cody Rhodes versus Roman for the WWE Championship, and then Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns for the for the Universal. And now you got two main events that people will actually pay to fucking see. And also, it would be believable if he lost the titles. Cody deserved it. Bray fucking deserved it. It would make sense. And plus, these are the two titles. These are two men that are going after what titles they actually want to win. WWE Championship. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes wants to win the WWE Championship. 
Bray Wyatt, because Bray Wyatt technically never really lost the Universal Championship when Roman Reigns came back. That was Braun Strowman that got speared and got pinned. The Fiend didn't get pinned. So, yeah, I think that that is the thing. Because for me, because when I saw the report, I'm like, so that must mean The Rock is not coming back. Because if he's going to drop two titles, that must mean The Rock is not coming to WrestleMania. So we can stop this Rock is coming shit. And if they do fight, this would have been the perfect time to do it, but it doesn't make any sense to do it. Because even if The Rock comes, how does he play into this shit? He's not going to be in the Royal Rumble, and he's not going to be in the Elimination Chamber. What the fuck does The Rock need to come back for? For the Tribal Chief? Well, if that's the case, then Roman needs to drop both titles before WrestleMania. Because you could just have that main event. Like I said, you can have that main event without titles. You could just have Roman and The Rock fight for the Tribal Chief, and that would be the main event of WrestleMania 2. WrestleMania Night 2, that can easily be the main event, but does it have to be for the titles? Because Roman could drop these titles in the next couple weeks, and we could just keep it the fucking pushing. Then you would have a Royal Rumble winner, then you have an Elimination Chamber winner, and they could go ahead for the Universal and the WWE Championship, and you could have your main event at for WrestleMania, the, the, the battle for the Tribal Chief between The Rock and Roman. And that will make way more sense to me personally than to have those two men clash for titles. Because if he drops two titles, The Rock is not taking one of those titles. So that must mean The Rock is not coming. Which would mean Bray Wyatt is going to win the Elimination Chamber. Cody Rhodes is going to win the fucking uh, Royal Rumble. Now you got two main events that people will actually pay to fucking see. I know The Rock is the one that everybody wants to see. But do you really want to see that shit? Let's be real. Do you really want to see Roman Reigns versus The Rock? I wouldn't mind it if it wasn't for the titles. I would love to see it if it wasn't for the titles because a lot of people forget John Cena and The Rock did not fight for the WWE Championship the first time they fought. And I think that's what you need for The Rock and Roman. You don't need this to be for titles, man. You just need it to be for the Tribal Chief. But, the, but Roman has made this about to be the Tribal Chief, you got to have the titles. So that kind of fucks up that dilemma a little bit. But this is the problem with this shit because you're trying to also make Roman just this record breaker. But if he fights The Rock at night too, and he has the universal title by that time still, he needs to beat The Rock. He has no choice but to beat The Rock. Because The Rock does not deserve to have the title and be a part-fucking-timer. Like, that's stupid. You just got out of the part-timer situation. And I know Roman's a fucking part-timer too. But at least he would have the title that he actually had started the record with. And then you could drop it at SummerSlam to Bray Wyatt, or maybe after the draft, we see who really goes to SmackDown. AJ Styles, Finn Ballard, somebody. He could drop it to really somebody that I actually would be like, that makes sense. Shinsuke, you could drop it to somebody, man. Seth Rollins, you could drop it to somebody. So, yeah, I think that would be a way better uh, thing. Um, Yeah. Um... Fuck it off here, man. Um, I think I said this Sunday, Saturday, but I'll say it again. Uh, I'm getting close to the end of the year, so uh, I will be doing the top 10 wrestlers list again. It will be all WWE this time. Uh, we'll have some honorable mentions from AEW, but WWE is going to get all of the treatment uh, for this. And also the top 10 matches of 2022 will all be WWE top 10 WWE matches this year. Uh, also, I would do honorable mentions for that too, and I will be doing my predictions for 2023, what I want to see for wrestling going forward, um, 
and also I will be officially doing two different shows but they will be wrestling life it will be uh, a raw review show and a smackdown review show because this is getting because it takes like I said it takes forever for smackdown to come on when raw's already fucking happened and I can just put that shit out so raw uh will get his own review show in 2023 uh it's called raw and uncut so I hope you guys enjoy that when it comes out um the raw review show and then smackdown will get its own review show uh the takedown of smackdown so uh, that will be the two shows coming to uh, your podcast platform soon. Uh, I think one would be out maybe that I'll probably have to record it maybe that Tuesday morning or Tuesday day uh, sometime in the night or something. But that probably be out before maybe Wednesday, I say, maybe even Tuesday, depending on where I got to go that day. I might do one. Uh, yeah, but that would be that. Uh, also, um, SmackDown one would be out. Probably that Sunday, Sunday night. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that when it comes out, when it starts up. Uh, but those are the next two things, you know. So I'm breaking it off and doing one Raw review, Run SmackDown review. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. Like I said, man, um, Wrestling Life again. We'll be back. I will be back real soon. I will be doing my top 10 wrestlers, top 10 uh, matches, and, of course, uh, the predictions for 2023 and who I believe will win the Royal Rumble and who I want to see come back in the Royal Rumble. Um, and that's more importantly. So enjoy this, man. Enjoy tonight's episode. Enjoy this. Peace.